Hey, welcome to the Loki Podcast. I'm Tim Malloy. With me, of course, are Keith Benny and Aaron Lanton. And today we're talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent starring Nicholas Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, change. <laughs> um, that was pretty it, good. Yeah. It, like, it was like three, probably one tenth as long as it is in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but I've been driving around in the car with the windows up, just yelling that all the time. It, I, it, hey, I think it's paid off, man. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I for real, if I tried to do it, it wouldn't come out clean. Oh, so definitely. I'm proud of you. I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Directed by Tom Gormican. It stars Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage, a troubled actor who takes a gig um, going to a birthday party in Mallorca, Spain, of a guy named Javi, who is played by Pedro Pascal. Um, Javi is not what he seems. Uh, he learns from a, I guess, CIA agent played by Tiffany Haddish that Javi is some kind of drug lord. But there's still more twists as Nicolas Cage tries to save a kidnapped um, politician's daughter and his real life and film life uncomfortably converge. I love this movie so much. Um, my wife loved this movie so much. She's like, spoilers, 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 by the way. Oh, a lot of spoilers. And the lady who sat two seats back and about two rows back laughed through the entire fucking thing more than anybody's ever laughed in a movie before. We had a good time. Um, Aaron, you said it was the stupidest movie you've ever seen? All right. So that might be a little bit of exaggeration because I've seen <laughs> stuff like Do Where's My Car, uh, which is a great <laughs> film, great movie. Um, at the same time, like I, I, you know, I said that and I really haven't thought about it in this whole totality, but it is definitely one of the most like meta <laughs> films I've seen in quite a while. It's it's super fun. I really I enjoyed the experience. Um, and it was cool because like, I went on like like a Tuesday when it was like me and like 10 of the people. So like we we, we were, like sneaking in. Oh, uh, we all could kind of choose our seats and all of us were like looking at each other doing the feel like did you see that that was crazy <laughs> like it's it's such a really goofy crazy movie um i don't even know where to begin i kind of just want to get keith's thoughts because there's a billion places we could go to start with this um but overall like just uh, the premise i was like okay will they really pull this off will this be like worth the whole runtime like will i feel bored at any point I didn't. I just thought it was it was just there to to entertain. And I wish we had more films like this nowadays. We we don't have more movies just, like everything feels like it's like a huge blockbuster. Or they're like trying to do a lot of big stuff, or it's like some trying to win an Oscar in some kind of way. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's just cool to just watch a movie. Just like hey, just here to have a good time. Uh, you know, throw some stuff at you. Just you know, fan service and and whatever. And you know the the. Nick Cage is amazing, but I, I think I, I would say also uh, Pedro Pascal is just really amazing in this movie and really, you know, just elevates it even more, just makes it even more fun. And as well as many other, other people, uh, the other actors here, and we'll talk more about them, but um, I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm really curious what Keith would say, because I don't know if this is normally like, you know, his kind of movie. I um, I actually enjoyed it. Um, but I also like those like kind of meta movies because um one movie that I always thought was super hilarious was This Is the End, and I never heard people talk about this shit. Hmm. Um and, and I kind of yeah. like when actors play themselves or an exaggerated version of themselves. 
Yeah, or the the persona. They play the persona. The, they play the persona. Yeah. yeah, and it just um, I I kind of like just even in the story how they mixed in like kind of like a a script within a script in a sense. Yeah. Like we know we're watching a movie, but at the same time they're playing in a movie. And as they're going through, you know, the different acts, they also going over the acts that they're going through in, the, in their script that they're making together, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. I also thought it was interesting how they were, um, how a film could be both nostalgic, but then also be a bromance and then also be a family film. And then also low-key be a love story at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I didn't find myself just like laughing like all the time or whatever. Like it wasn't just like, super hilarious to me i also was in there by myself so i think that kind of plays a part in the energy <laughs> when you're watching the film <laughs> but it, it it just um so it, it made me think about a couple of things like what you were just mentioning about like um like blockbusters or like these big epic films and stuff like that yeah is it, it wasn't that, but it also kind of made me think about some of those films in the 90s and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and it might just be because of Nicolas Cage, right? Um, it made me realize, damn, how many movies this man has been in mm-hmm. and how many different roles he has played in these films, too. And also just the idea of like an actor being like, I still got it. Like, no, 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 it's cool. Like the persona he had with him. It was like badass Nicolas Cage. It was always hilarious. Yeah, and it and it made me think about man, Nicolas Cage is one of those actors. He's either the worst actor in the world or he's the best. Like it's yeah, and, and it's like there's it's no weird. in between. Like it's <laughs> because there's certain stuff that only Nicolas Cage can do on 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 screen. Like if you seen Tom Hanks do some Nicolas Cage shit, you'd be like, Tom kind of garbage. <laughs> 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 like he like he lost his touch or something but when Nicolas Cage do the exact same shit it works it's kind of like how Keanu Reeves could be in a movie and say five words and you you still love the film yeah hey he was like that on um <laughs> what, what was that movie by oh my goodness the, this is the Asian uh woman comedian Netflix oh movie. yeah always be my oh, always yes be my always be my maybe yeah, yeah. I love that movie, but like when she she went out with him, I, yeah. that was my favorite movies of the last couple of years. But that's I mean, also uh, a movie where I guess an actor plays us uh, their persona. Yeah, plays movie. their persona. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and I don't know. I just, I just kind of, I, I, I guess also I'm kind of biased because I just like Nicolas Cage though too. Like I think he's just a joy to watch, even if the movie itself is pretty trash. You gonna get a. You're gonna be entertained by Nicolas Cage. Yeah, no, 100 percent I've never seen one of the movies that people say is just terrible. Um, like I guess there was a period Ghost Rider. You think Ghost Rider's terrible? Yes. Dude, I oh, love um, but it's funny, mm. but but Nicolas Cage, once again, he might be the best thing about it. Because you can get drunk or high and watch Ghost Rider, and it might be the best experience ever. Dude, I did exactly that. I went and saw Ghost Rider 2. <laughs> I had a fucking blast. I love that. <laughs> but that's, that's, that, that, but when you're looking at it from a logical standpoint, you're like, oh, this is pretty fucking terrible. <sighs> but Nicholas Cage is going to what makes it. And, and being high is going to make it real good. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I never saw it in the movies where like he has to like. I guess there's a movie where he has to like hunt a tiger or he's being stalked by a tiger or something. That I, 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 it sounds like some you thinking of the B movie, even you're talking about tigers, but there's there's a movie I don't remember what it was, but like the poster is like him and like a tiger's eyes in the background, and even that I was like I'd probably watch this movie. This looks kind of good. And then there's a movie about the USS Indianapolis, which is the shark, the shark attack described in the movie Jaws where a World War II naval vessel, vessel goes down in the Pacific and then like great white sharks sweep men. And um, they have like, it's basically like a war movie that turns into a shark movie. And uh, mm-hmm. everybody was like, this would be the greatest movie ever made. This would be incredible. And then they made this movie about the USS Indianapolis with Nick Cage. And everybody was like, oh my God, what a complete failure. You had this great oh. idea and it's, it's like the dumbest movie. And I would see that movie too. Like I, I just think his like whole his commitment is just incredible. Like I love his commitment. Anything. I mean, is it any like if, okay? Like we were thinking like like sports. You know, how like people talk about sports and they'd be like, all right, what's this person's? You know, what's his comp? Right? Does Nick Cage have a comp? No, I think he likes Sam Samuel Jackson. It's just whatever. Is the comp like his rate or like his quote or whatever? Like 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 his like uh like a comparable person. So you'd be like, oh, this person is you know you know coming into the league, he could be the next I don't know Dwayne Wade or I'm just making up a name. Uh, but great it, question. How you talking about that? Yeah, just like somebody who you look at and you're like, oh, this person, whether it's a past or, or you know somebody who's coming up in, in in the next generation, this person is like an analog to Nick Cage and the next generation. No, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think so because he's the only guy who can do like a straight up blockbuster action movie and has also won an Oscar. Right. Like, I mean, it, what did he win an Oscar for? Liam Neeson? Like, but Liam Neeson is so much he won an Oscar for um Leaving Las Vegas, which is one of the best movies ever. Incredibly sad, but he's amazing in it. He's amazing. It's like some of the best acting. I mean, Liam Neeson, I guess, is like a real, you know, actor's actor who can also do like shoot him up but but Nicolas Cage is a better straight actor and he's also a better action actor have you watched him and then this is semi-random Liam Neeson that movie where like he's the mad person who's like having a road rage moment and then he goes after a family have you seen that movie is that Schindler's List I haven't seen Schindler's List (laughs) not that one not that mad man I'm sorry He's very good at Schindler's List. It's a very good movie. No, I don't know what movie that is. I can't remember. It's basically like the opposite of the movie with Holly Berry losing the child. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll come out. I have to look this stuff up while we're talking if I can remember. But yeah, I mean, look, this movie though, I, I think it's worth saying. I, I, it's like okay, did I see stuff coming? Yes and no. I definitely didn't know that uh, <laughs> it, it seems so obvious like now looking back on it, but like that he was going to be like work. Like, so when I watch the trailers, I'm like, I have no clue where this is going. Did I think he'd be a CIA agent? Hell no. Like, and did I think he'd be high as hell off the side of a building trying to like sneak back in <laughs> and not get murdered on site? No, it's the end of that. But it was it was fun to see, like you said, played out like like it was actually him doing his stuff. And it's weird because 
there's so many other famous people in this movie. He's like the only person who's like actually himself. Yeah. So like Tiffany Haddish just shows up Super. as an undercover agent. I'm like, what? <laughs> I huge props to Tom Gormican, the director and co-writer of this movie, because first it has a lot of good twists where I was kind of dreading, like, oh, we're gonna have to have him kill Javi at the end. I kind of like Javi. Mm-hmm. They have that great. Again, spoiler alert, that great reversal with who Javi actually is. And also the fact that Gormican and his partner, um, it's a guy named, I'm checking the latest issue of Movie Maker Magazine with Nicholas Cage on the cover, Kevin Etten. Um, they wrote this movie without knowing if Nicholas Cage would do it, having never met Nicholas Cage. That's, but but so the funny thing about that, it feels like the script is written that way. Fucking crazy. It's one of the ballsiest things I've ever I've seen. Yeah, it's pretty I, don't know how long it's, I don't know if they spent three years of their lives on it or like a weekend. <laughs> or like 30 or like the 30 days getting high every day. It Just, felt like they spent a it's it felt like they really worked it out well. Like it's a mm-hmm. very functional, good, very capable script that doesn't but you know what's funny though? If I wrote this script with somebody, like me and Aaron wrote this shit, I would know without no shot of a doubt Nicolas Cage would have been in it. Cause this is some Nicholas Cage shit. Like, it is. like you, I would be so confident that if he read the script, he'll be like, "I'm in, I'm in, motherfucker, let's do you it." Know, like some stuff, I I could see like, cause I think the same that was the same thing with the um script for being John Malkovich. Oh yeah, mm. I could see that being something. I don't know much about John Malkovich, or would assume that he would want to do that type of film. But I think that it was a ninety nine percent chance that Nick Cage would have read this script and, and been all about it. Nick Cage saw in a Nick Cage kiss in a Nick, well, kiss real Nick Cage, and he was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> that that might have been what got him. Let's do it. Uh, it's uh, such a... It has so many memorable moments. Like, I, I, it's hard to... Like, we're going to leave out something that's, like, incredibly significant, without a doubt. I love how at the end, like he puts on all those prosthetics. Oh, gets in. So like like he's about to be murdered. Then then uh you know uh oh god, who's playing his wife? I'm trying to remember. Uh uh who was the actress playing his wife? I, so, I like that she wasn't like super, super, you know, oh, uh Sharon Horgan. Sharon yeah, Horgan. So she's like doing a good job playing like this drug war's wife like oh you know we ain't scared we're just here to do this transaction yada yada and they get all the way down to the pits you know or, or nick cage does and he's like all right cool all right I, I got my daughter out it's cool you can leave without me he because it's like it, it's a movie he, he's playing himself but then suddenly he, he like becomes the the roles that he's played <laughs> yeah Although it's so funny, like I, I just enjoyed a lot of stuff about how they work and just like the relationship between he and Javi. When they're on screen together, it just well, well, him and it's weird because I'm he's Nick Cage in the movie and I'm calling him Javi and that's the actor and whatever. The character he's playing, but Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage are magnetic, like yeah. on screen. I really, really enjoy every moment of them together. Um, it, it's it's like we talk a lot about. Um, on this podcast, Good Hangs, you know, and this is definitely a really amazing example. It's like a good hang or really, and, you know, in funny, movies can do this all sorts of ways. I feel like even like the second Sonic movie that just came out is a really good hang. Like, 
It just, is, but uh, okay, I'm gonna let you talk. I just saw it recently. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good hang in a totally different way. That movie's kind of like a black comedy, which is weird too, but mm. that's all another thing. But I really think that you know this movie does a great job of just letting two people with chemistry really just do their thing. Like I feel like certainly like this parts of this this was they were scripted out, but it feels like sometimes they just kind of let them rock, you know. Like are we gonna we gonna just say action, y'all do y'all thing, you know. We'll kind of figure out where this goes, you know. And and it was funny right. because you, you do feel like early on, like Javi is not a trustworthy individual. Hey, that shit that got me with them was when they um when he when he went into his um his little safe, mm-hmm. like, cage stuff. Mm-hmm. He saw the life, <laughs> the replica of himself. And tried to buy it. He said, "This is the most grotesque thing I've ever seen in my life." Then what he said, "I give you two hundred thousand for it." And then did bid for it. Like this isn't for sale. He was like, "Oh, he a real one. He a real one. He believe he a real fan. He ain't gonna even sell it to to you." I don't know that it's it's little stuff like that. And I I did like I said, I enjoyed the the bromance in this film. It was strong. Yeah, that that they were genuinely, you know. Um, the, the the things that, that we saw between them was you know it was completely genuine like they weren't just you know kind of doing that for for effect. Um, I really, I just I don't know if I've seen a movie like this um, in a while. Like I mean, I really had to like dig through my brain and figure it out. But I, I enjoy that we we get to do something like this again in twenty twenty two. You know, like there's just not a lot of joy in movies lately. Like they're really serious. <laughs> Well, you know what I get tired of? And Who's I'm that? sorry, it's just me. When when actors be talking about their process and shit. Mm. <laughs> like they talk about like how they had to, I don't know, fucking take cold showers every day to prepare for a role or like <laughs> that method acting shit, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like old, like back in the day, actors, you never heard them talk about this shit, you know? Yeah, they drink and smoke like, cigarettes every day and still I showed mean, up just, and showed they, up. They, they're they able to be who they are and then that, the character that they play, you know? Or yeah. I, I, well, I don't know what, what, what I'm trying to say, but it's something about when people go into like and make it like way deeper than what it is, right? Yeah. I feel that Nick Cage is at its, his simplest is a actor. I don't think he go like, oh, I had to, I don't know, literally become a whole nother motherfucking person. And I had to talk in this accent. I spoke in the accent all day, every day, even when I wasn't on set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it always, I appreciate that. I, I, don't, I don't think he's that type. And that's why I was thinking too when I was watching the film. It's just like, he is just like a, a just a straight up person that really like loves the craft of acting without any of the bullshit. Let me ask y'all a weird question. If you had to pick the next actor or actress to do a movie in this vein, who would you pick? The I already only, know who mine is. The only person who I think has like enough of a reputation or like a, a character outside of the characters they play. And I'm sure I'll think of somebody else later. I mean, there's two actually. One is Bill Murray. Who who knows wow. how out with his uh he'd never do it, but yeah. I don't think so. Like he doesn't swing as hard, you know. He's his whole thing is being like relaxed and kind of taking it easy. 
Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with the whole Aziz Ansari movie. Where he's, he's he played dead. himself in um, Zombieland. Oh, you're <laughs> right. Shit. Yeah, he already did it. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, it wasn't a whole entire movie, but he was. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. good point, actually. My other one uh, is Tom Cruise. I, that would be crazy as shit. That would be dope, actually. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. You cheated. You picked two, though. Yeah, I, I kind of had two in my mind, too, but. I okay, all right, all right, all right. My two would be Uma Thurman. And Great. Will Smith. Will Smith after the slap. Great. After the slap. Okay. That's the move. Post slap. Will Smith. In India. <laughs> I mean himself. Absolutely. I um <laughs> man, I always I had thought about this idea once of um Bruce Willis um oh, being like recruited by some aliens to help save their planet. <laughs> Yeah, that's because dope. They, oh, because they, think, do they that. think he Damn. is actually like who he is in movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think Bruce oh, they've been beaming, played, they've been beaming stuff. I think he has played role, a role before where he played himself. I can't remember. But I always thought that that would be cool because I, I was just a fan. If he wasn't absolutely terrible, um, Mel Gibson. But he is absolutely terrible. But that would make it even better. <laughs> I, I also thought um, I also thought Samuel Jackson. Ooh. Yeah. Now, I ain't got no pitch for his movie, but <laughs> you could put Samuel Jackson in any situation. Shit, Samuel Jackson, Jamie Foxx. You know, it's hitting me now. But Samuel Jackson is a dude, though. Dang, okay, okay. I think Samuel Jackson would probably be cool in a horror situation, too. Yeah. Mm, this might be so good. It, like, it has to go in a totally different direction than this. It can't just be... Yeah, it can't just... Yeah, you can't just do, oh, he's just, you know, struggling actor. Yeah, it could, be, with it could be something else, yeah. But, yeah, it could be, like, basically Space Jam, but an actor. It's yeah, that's, what, that's how my Bruce Willis. Oh, oh, Will Smith, we've seen you in Men in Black. You do have a noisy cricket, right? No. Right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Is the plot of Space Jam that they like abduct an NBA player and force him to teach them basketball? Well, the, the Looney Tunes uh, come to Michael Jordan after he's retired and he's like, hey, I don't play basketball anymore. Like, hey, if you don't, we're going to be enslaved. Wow. So could you please play basketball for us? Please. Seems like a very heavy movie. You know, that's the thing. That movie has a it's it's so let me let me tell you something, Tim. This is something a lot of white people don't know. So there's a lot of movies in the 90s that were like very, very, very black, and wh- white people just didn't pick up on anything. Just none of it. Goofy movie, super black. Goofy movie. <laughs> goofy movie Ultra black. Just, I was just, just about to say that's the blackest movie, man. Black, 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 black. People just don't even notice. Space Jam. Shit about slavery. There's a lot of other references. Crazy Black. Also a lot of R. Kelly. Problematic. Great songs, though. <laughs> you know? Hey, that man do make some good music. He makes some good... Man, like, when that man said, I believe I can fly, that movie... Like, the movie starts with I believe I can fly. It's like, I ain't talking him. about that. I'm talking about freaky R. Kelly songs. Oh, I like, thought you were about to say he's the like, greatest. Uh, he fill it off, off uh, like, you know, the Batman movie. Let's go half on the baby. <laughs> 
after the party, it's the after party. Like that's that's yeah. really disappeared. I'm, I, you know, it's it. I'm glad he he is um, prosecuted for his crimes. Is the, the art remains? Yeah, but it's it's so messed up, man. How you could be garbage like that, but then be a great artist like. You, 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 you can be well, we, we gonna go to Roman Polanski and some other people out there. I mean, you, you can take that all kind of places. I mean, yeah, you you didn't yeah. mess it up for everybody. At <laughs> but it's like if all of a sudden Spielberg starts spewing racist stuff on Twitter, and then I gotta be like, well, damn, my whole childhood over here. <laughs> well, after Spielberg did Follow Goes West, I think we're good. We're, we're safe with Spielberg. <laughs> now I'm just saying, if he just out of nowhere. <laughs> Thank goodness we actually don't have to work. I, I'm glad he. There are a lot of people we can we can trust to like not be tripping. George Lucas well, too. Never, I was about to say George Lucas probably definitely. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, she tripping. We 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 can't we can't rock with us because of Jar Jar. Who you George, say George Lucas? You think George Lucas is okay or no? No, no, he he's good. He's good. Yeah, Black okay. white. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what was up with Jaja. I, I give him a pass, but yeah. um, no, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna make that that joke. Okay, I'll tell y'all that one after we close. If you made it this far, we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we we we, you know we love this movie. That guy, that would be a good movie. Which one? Ahmed Best. If ah. you could, like him playing himself after the whole Jar Jar situation, that would be a good movie. Oh, I don't even know if he'd want to do that. You know, he's still kind of mad. The public he's still traumatized about that. Yeah. yeah, he might not want to do that. That that's a that's not going to be a very happy movie if we do that. <laughs> I'll find a way. <laughs> movie had a lot of well, rage in that. That'll be the hard hitting drama right there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, needs, he needs a redemption arc. He deserves like, I mean, when he. Sorry, I don't mean that. You were trying to end the podcast, and I took it on this. No, 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 no. Let's let's go now. No, I'm here now. Let's do it. If there was a way to like make that a movie about, you know, him having a happy ending, I'd love to see that movie. Oh yeah, I see what you. Yeah, I would too. I wonder what he, I know. Last time I even heard him talk about that, he just, you know, similarly was still kind of unsatisfied how it turned out, and and rightfully so. Um, that is a weird character, though. That is a fair way. It's not his fault. That's a weird character, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's a choice. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, before we go, yeah, one more, one thing I feel like we should have mentioned mm-hmm. is favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Oh. <sighs> Shit. If you just had to say, when you think of Nicolas Cage, first Man. thing you why can't I think of the name of it? Like it's driving me crazy. Come on, it's all the convicts in there. Conair, jeez, all the convicts in there. Hey, that was the clip from the movie, and they had that song playing. I forgot the name of that song. I was like, I really, really remember this. <laughs> it has a bunch of cons in the air. Uh, hey, ain't his name like Castor Troy on there? That's I don't even remember. Is it for real? <laughs> it's a badass name. I don't think it's like, Castor Troy. That's hilarious. Huh? That that's Face Off, right? Okay, I'm thinking Face Off. That's my yeah, favorite. Okay, okay. Face off. I was, I was, I don't think so. That movie. I was, I'm gonna go Face Off because I like that Travolta and Cage both just like do like really mean impersonations of each other. Like, <laughs> it's really funny, though. So. <laughs> that is a great movie, and it's super that's emotional too. It's not just like a you know silly or funny movie. It's like you get very invested in that movie. Is John Travolta doing anything yeah. after their Irv Gotti thing? 
Uh, you know, I haven't seen nothing else he was in. Hmm. Uh, you know what movie always reminds me of Face Off? That that? I felt like the energy of it was the same, and I love it just as much as Demolition Man. <laughs> it's no, it's a very different energy, actually. <laughs> I look, I feel but people like don't even same. okay. So, now if, if I'm remembering, I think right, Face Off is a better movie, but Demolition Man, <laughs> if, correct me if I'm wrong, and it's a movie with uh John Claude Van Damme and Den- Dennis Rodman, huh? Alone. No, you so thinking long? about something else. You thinking about that um double team. Double, yeah, double team. I'm sorry. Now Demolition Man is first. the movie with Stallone and uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yes, there we go. Where they I both get the frozen and they're in the future. <laughs> and like yeah. and like Wesley Snipes like ratchet as hell. Oh, you know movie. why? Because he got the crazy hair. That's why. And he got the blonde hair. Yeah, that, that's why. And he got like Dennis Rodman. Okay. The, the weird eyes and stuff. See, all right, I don't, have to, I don't have to feel weird about mixing up black people now. It's because of the hair. I don't think but, fa- but Face Off is a classic, though. I, I think Face oh, Off 100%. is the best one. They're doing another. Oh. Doing another what? Doing another Face Off. What do you mean? The guy who directed Godzilla versus Dracula. No, Godzilla versus Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. What would that fight be like? <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. This oh man, it's Godzilla versus Dracula. Now, if it's if it's like peak like fiction Dracula, then that might be interesting. But just regular ass Dracula, now nah, you're gonna get washed. Let's write it. Let's write it up right now before anybody steals this idea. Dracula, in some forms, can like revive the dead and like have undead armies and like do all this crazy stuff. So I mean, I watch that Dracula versus Godzilla. I don't know what's gonna happen. Godzilla the dead versus nukes. Yeah, I mean, vampires yeah. and wolves. <laughs> okay, well, now that we've definitely gone off the shark, jumping the shark by Nicholas Cage. No, Dracula I, by Nicholas Cage. All right, I was yes, stop. Dracula by Nicholas Cage. Has he not played Dracula or any vampire yet? Has he played um, a vampire? What about when he was supposed to play Superman? Uh, okay, that's that's too yeah. that's too much of a deep dive. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are, are you talking about because now? Did you learn that out of um? Uh, oh my goodness, what's the pod? Come on. No, I've been on this for a long time. Gonna be what year was that? Nineties. Yeah, Nick Cage was supposed 90s. to play Superman. Yeah, what? they got pictures yeah. and everything. Of that is it was gonna be a Tim. It was gonna be a Tim Burton directed Superman movie that was written by Kevin Smith. He, uh, With Nick Cage, and he named his son How the fuck did this not happen? Man, it's a lot of it's a. I'm a. I'm gonna find the documentary. It's a docu- whole documentary on. Oh, oh, it's, it's that that doctor's on Amazon. It might be on Amazon. Okay, yeah, check yeah, it out. It gets into like why what happened with all of that. What the heck? I, I can't even like fathom that. that it's a deep sound. dive. Well, <laughs> he looked he looked pretty good in the outfit though. <laughs> That's crazy. Was it a muscle suit? He was the long hair, but you know, back in the day, Nicholas Cage had he was kind of swole. Yeah, nah, nah, I'm, I'm making jokes. Yeah, he um, it was the long hair Superman, like incredible. It was supposed to be after the death of Superman. Oh, okay, he comes back. They was they were just gonna skip the whole thing. No, so Doomsday. they were gonna start the movie off with him Superman dying, fighting Darkseid. Not dark side, but doomsday. doomsday, and then he comes back. So good, so good. 
It would have been it would have been pretty awesome. And then he came back with the personality of Luke. I mean Luke Cage. Lord, with Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> Luke, what the hell am I talking about? Hey. Anyway, yeah, I guess we can end on that note because I yeah, we, it must be getting too late. Like I'm, I'm just saying stuff now. Right. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, definitely tell a friend. We we are on one right now. Um, appreciate y'all for making it this far. Um, Keith, where can people find us on the socials? We're right now just on Instagram. You can find us at the low key pod. Perfect. Tim, anything to discuss with Movie Maker coming up? The latest issue of Movie Maker magazine has a hot young actor named Nicolas Cage. I'm holding it up so you guys can see it on Zoom and no one can see it in the world of audio. That's a great shirt. It's, a, it's the shirt he wears in the movie. He's a great <laughs> movie. And an undershirt. He must have been hot as hell. It was pretty humid, I'm sure, in the climate they were in. Go to your local newsstand at Barnes & Noble and you can see it for yourself. <laughs> that was the Zelda noise it was supposed to be. In the <laughs> chest, but yeah. Anyway, we appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all in the next one. All right. Peace. See you. Peace.